You're listening to The Q's Podcast, episode 64. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. You're choosing The Q's Podcast, where we speak with credit union industry leaders and cross-industry experts for a wide range of perspectives on trends and topics relevant to you. I'm your host, Lisa Hograff, Senior Editor with Q's. In this episode, we'll focus on charitable donation accounts. CDAs can be used to support credit unions' commitment to helping community organizations. Our guest, Andy Rocky, an Executive Benefits Specialist from CUNA Mutual Group, will help you consider whether a charitable donation account might be a good move for your credit union. A key takeaway from this show is that a charitable donation account is a tool that can help credit unions be more strategic with their charitable giving. The show also gets into the two key steps to setting up a CDA, best practices for credit unions that want to set up a charitable donation account, tips for talking with your board about CDAs and when to do so, and examples of charities that credit unions have helped with their CDAs. Okay, now let's jump into the conversation and learn more about charitable donation accounts. Hi, Andy. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks, Lisa. It's glad to be here. Andy, you know, one of the things I really like about credit unions is their commitment to helping their members and their communities. They are truly lenders with heart. Even though they're not for profit, credit unions still need to run healthy financials. And today we're going to talk about a great strategy for stretching credit unions' budgets for community giving, and that is charitable donation accounts. Before we get into the meat of the matter, Andy, I'd like to help our listeners get to know you a little bit. I know you're an executive benefits specialist with CUNA Mutual Group. Would you tell us what you do in your role on a day-to-day or a week-to-week basis, and what is the most satisfying part of your work? Yeah, certainly, Lisa. Uh, Day-to-day. I work with directors and executives to really help educate, design, and fund and implement programs to help with executive retention and retirement, uh, and also help investments to offset general employee benefit costs or charitable donations like we're talking about today. Probably the most rewarding part of my role is really when we get a follow-up down the road in the annual reviews to see in one, three, five, or even ten years the success of what we've done and put in place and how it really really makes a matter, um, uh, helps make a difference. That's really great. Let's jump into talking about charitable donation accounts. Andy, when and why did CDAs come into play for credit unions? Uh, yeah, Lisa, CDAs uh, were officially approved by the NCUA in December of 2013. You know, it took a, it took a little while to kind of figure it out and, and understand the regs and read it and, and test it out a bit. And states adopted the the CDAs over time as well for the state chartered credit unions. So we're well into implementation of many programs and in the mainstream awareness and adoption for credit unions here now. That's exciting. So, Andy, what exactly is a charitable donation account? Yeah, the, the CDA is essentially a way for a credit union to be more strategic or more focused with their giving. It allows you to set up a program within the credit union and then funding to be able to have income to offset current or future charitable donations. 
Interesting. So it is something like some of the executive benefits program with the benefits prefunding, where you're offsetting the investment in benefits with special investments. Yep, yep, that's exactly right. Yeah, the, you can invest in things you normally can't invest in from a credit union to then uh, potentially get a higher return that can help offset your charitable donation accounts, much like the benefits prefunding program, correct. Interesting. I hadn't realized how parallel they were until that moment. So how does a credit union set up a CDA? Yeah, the setup consists of, again, the program, the overriding, you know, uh, uh, components around uh, approval with a board resolution and policy, investment policy adoption. And then the funding is the second part. And the funding is really where you can get into, you know, the income can offset the charitable donations. Credit unions can put in up to 5% of their net worth, and this is independent of any other programs like the, the benefits prefunding program. And then you must give away 51% in a five-year period. So there can be some accumulation year over year if you want. And then the other 49% can be kept as normal income. So what are some best practices for credit unions that want to set up a CDA program? A couple best practices that, that I see out there is, is, you know, first this really allows you to create a strategic plan and really a budget for giving. Quite often, giving is done in many departments by many individuals in a credit union. This allows management and the board to see and bring this together into one budget line item to truly, you know, show the impact of giving, again, from a board and from a management side. So strategic thinking for the giving and benefits. Another best practice is a little more subtle, but I've seen out there where credit unions can form a committee or an internal employee group that can review and award requests from other employees. This helps with employee motivation, morale, sense of giving back to the community with things that really make sense to them. And that'd be a, a, a second thing to consider, you know, when implementing a, a charitable donation account. That sounds like an additional win. You give to your community, you earn some extra income, and you involve your staff and get them motivated. Great stuff. Yeah, definitely. The millennials like that as well, you know, to show involvement and in what, what's important to them. Excellent. What does the credit union need to know about the accounting related to all of this? Yeah, very good question, Lisa. And this comes up really as you look at what the second component or the funding part is. And each each funding option has different accounting. You know, for example, the corporate-owned life insurance or Coley-Boley, which is used out there commonly today, provides a bit more predictable and consistent returns over time. The other component that you could use for funding are, are actual investments like equities, you know, stocks and bonds, and they do have different accounting rules to book uh, gain, loss, and income, and, and an upcoming FASB accounting rule change in December is going to affect the, uh, investments and in how uh, that income is booked. Uh, portfolio values will need to be, um, you know, again, booked at the value at the end of that month with really no unrealized, you know, gain or loss out there. So accounting is very important. Um, you know, there are accounting white papers we have as well that we can share and, and, and talk about this in more depth as, as needed. That's something they could follow up with you directly about if they're interested. Yep, absolutely. Very good. Many of our listeners are credit union executives here on the Q's podcast. How would you recommend that they talk to their boards about charitable donation accounts? Yeah, typically the board discussion is not too bad. Um, boards are, are well aware 
you know, the people helping people fabric that, that makes up credit unions. So, so they, they get that. That's an easy audience, you know, for that. You know, the CDA is really another way credit union can, can think strategically about giving, um, and also be, as you mentioned earlier, a better way to invest for the giving and provide some income, you know, to, to the credit union and also help with, with employee engagement and morale. In thinking about this, I'm wondering, is there a good time of year to be pursuing this or a good point in a credit union's evolution to put this on the table? Is there a right moment? Yeah, not not really. I would say, I mean, th- these can be implemented anytime during the year, you know, from that perspective, because usually it's a positive income to the to the credit union. Uh, there's not really upfront costs or upfront issues like that. So implementing any time is really okay. You know, we're kind of getting near the end of the year this year, and people are thinking about budgets for next year. So now is a good time to to put some uh, numbers or, or or some of this in a budget, for example, you know, for from a year-to-year basis. Sure, that makes sense. And this question is kind of a follow-up on the accounting question that I should have asked earlier. But, hey, um, when yep. you work with a client – does CUNA Mutual help with the accounting, or does the credit union team really need to take that on? Well, yeah, the accounting really does need to be approved by your, your CPA or your internal accounting staff, you know, for sure. But but we have, you know, again, accounting, accounting white papers and experience doing this, so we are, you know, happy to, to share and help set up and give guidance on that, you know, but it does need to be approved and fit into your current, uh, you know, financial operations and, and either CPA or accounting areas. Perfect. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you. So to get down to the nitty-gritty about CDAs, what sorts of investments can be used to fund this? Yeah, the, the, that's really a fundamental issue here because, or a fundamental point that because a CDA is approved you know, from the NCUA, the main intent here is you can invest in things that you normally cannot invest in to, again, potentially get higher returns. I mean, that's the whole thinking here. So some of the things that are most common, again, is corporate-owned life insurance, coli-boli, investments in general, uh, equity, stocks, bonds, or, or even annuities. And we've talked about the corporate-owned life insurance as being very stable, kind of consistent returns, investments being, you know, in the, in the market, so you have a few more ups and downs with the markets, but over the long run may get a little better. And then annuities can, uh, while not as popular, there are some, some annuities that offer features like principal protection or floors and ceilings on returns and things like that. So each one we discuss with the, the credit union management and the board on what the risk tolerance is, what, what is the amount of, of risk they want to take in these investments before we put them in place. All good considerations. I'd like to hear about the impact of having such a plan. You mentioned when you were talking about what gives you satisfaction in your work, you talked about impact and seeing the results of putting these kinds of plans in place. What are some examples of ways you've seen credit unions use these accounts, and what charities have you seen them support? Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is the the rubber hitting the road and the and the the, the fun part of the job here. Yeah, there are some great examples. Uh, we have a very well documented video that shows one credit union uh, investing in three libraries and helping build three libraries in their community, which is significant, you know, visibility and and impact, to, you know, to their communities. You know, I've also heard of funding high school or college scoreboards where you can have your credit union name on there. Little league fields. The Children's Miracle Network is, is a big one in the credit union industry. Uh, Salvation Army, 
or, or even, you know, statewide leagues, associations, uh, foundations, or even the National Credit Union Foundation as well. All good causes. I did a lot of work for our local library a few years back. It's got to be oh, neat, neat to see those come to fruition. Yeah, we built a new building, too. It's cool. Yeah, oh, very, very cool. Yeah. So what advice do you have for credit unions considering open a CDA? Yeah, probably the thing right now, we see a very strong trend in lending in credit unions. And this is obviously the, you know, the important core function of credit unions to lend and help their members with lending. And, and lending can be up 10 to 20% or more in some credit unions. And while this is a core mission for credit unions, I, I would, you know, suggest and consider a charitable donation account to be as kind of a new long-term strategy for the people helping people and in addition to lending, you know, credit unions are already giving money away, and this is a way to be more strategic and planful and thoughtful in doing that as well. Very good. Is there anything I haven't asked you that you would like to include in this discussion before we close it up, Andy? No, I think, Lisa, this, this hits the basics pretty well. Just uh, really appreciate the time and, and the ability to, to chat with you today. Thank you so much for being with us, Andy, and for sharing your knowledge. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Q's. And thank you again to our special guest, Andy Rocky, Executive Benefits Specialist with Q's Solutions Platinum Provider, CUNA Mutual Group. Be sure to visit Q's.org slash CMG to learn more about the company's executive benefits and retirement plan offerings. And if you're interested in becoming a Q Solutions provider, please email carrie at cues.org. That's K-A-R-I at cues.org. For more talent development content from Cues, please visit our new content site, cumanagement.com. If you're a Cues member, you have access to invaluable membership benefits to further enhance your development. Visit cues.org slash membership to learn more about our new offerings for 2019. Cues is an international credit union association. Our mission is to educate and develop credit union CEOs, executives, directors, and future leaders. To learn how Cues can help you realize your potential, visit cues.org today.